Hello, and welcome to episode 93 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about a cure for wellness, and we're also going to be talking about D-Pan. How you doing, Henry? Yeah, I'm good, Richie, yeah. Um, bit, of a, bit of a strange one, this, isn't it? It is. Well, I'm, because there's only two of us. Yeah, that's right. I mean, firstly, uh, last week, Jack made it clear that he wasn't yeah. going to be able to make it to this mm-hmm. episode, and unfortunately, earlier in the week, uh, Joe... Had to tell us that unfortunately he wouldn't be able to make it either. Yeah, yeah. and it very nearly wasn't even going to be this. <laughs> no, this is, you know, this is commitment to putting an episode out. I think. Yeah. Um, what can only be described as as crazy <laughs> to to get to get not the film to get to the film. <laughs> it was um, unorthodox, wasn't it? Um, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, do you want to, what, what, do you want yeah, to say well, kind of well, what happened to you? Yeah, okay then. So we kept we undenied about which showing we wanted to go to, didn't we? Mm. And there was an early showing at five and then one at eight o'clock. And then we decided on the early one. And I left uni, came home, dropped my bag off and went straight off to Odeon. Little did I know that there was roadworks going on, the main road that links mm. my house to the Odeon. Yeah. And it's one of those roads where Clifton Drive, for those who are listening, <laughs> you can't get out of. It's just a one way, all the way down. And it, a 15 minute journey ended up being 45, 50 minutes. Crazy. Which means I missed just the five o'clock, three o'clock showing. Five o'clock showing. Five o'clock. Um, you and Cleo just went, didn't you? It was just me. Oh, it was just you? Yeah, it was just me. Oh, you and your own. I was on my own, yeah. Same <laughs> and um, yeah, so then basically, because it took me so long to get there. I thought, right, I've got two hours now, might as well just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, I had a look at the uh, Odin showings and there's only one film on at six, which is Patriot's Day. Fuck, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I thought, you know what, I'll just go to Morrison's instead, do some shopping. And then, uh, then I went to KFC, had some scram, and then by the time I'd done all that... All this happening while I'm watching A Cure for Wellness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> by the time that all that had happened, um, it was time for my showing. <laughs> but I, d- I think, Richie, the gods aren't shining on us this week because we watched Deepan as well this week. Hmm. And we both watched that separately as well. Yeah, that's true. Because... A bit different because we were still in the same theatre at the time. Yes, yes. Um, it was just I arrived uh, a bit late to that one and... Uh... Mm. The, the film was literally about to start as I walked through the doors and I had to have a quick scan see if I could find you and I couldn't so I just had to s- sit down hmm. um, yeah a bit of a mad one so now it's sort of we're starting this an hour after we should have finished <laughs> if uh, I'd have been able to make it on time but there you go yeah well that's alright though um, hmm. we just got to plough through it now yeah well let's see, see what we it's can right, mate. I, I'm an owl I'm, I'm oh, yeah. not tired I, I, I didn't fall asleep once Honestly, I'm ready to do this. Oh, good. <laughs> well, let's do this. Let's do it. Okay. Are you ready for this review? <sighs> yes, or yes, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This week, we are talking about a cure for wellness. Um, we'll try and keep it spoiler-free to begin with, but uh, we might have a spoiler discussion a bit later on if we feel like it. Here's a clip. Hey, what machen Sie here? 
I'm sorry, I, I don't understand. Was machen Sie hier? Sie haben ja nichts zu suchen. Take it easy. Wacht! It's all right. Mr. Lockhart, every time I turn around, you're somewhere you're not supposed to be. I guess I'm lost. I'm just trying to find my way back to my room. <laughs> This is a restricted floor. There are signs everywhere. Surely you didn't just wander down here by accident. What is it exactly that you are looking for? I, uh, I, I had a problem with my tooth. Your tooth? Actually, it's, it's feeling much better if you could just point me in the direction of my room. Nonsense. We can't let you get an infection. You must let us take care of you. After all, that's why you're here. A Cure for Wellness is directed by Gore Verbinski and it stars Dane DeHaan, Jason Isaacs and Mia Goth. The synopsis is, An ambitious young executive is sent to retrieve his company's CEO from an idyllic but mysterious wellness centre at a remote location in the Swiss Alps, but soon suspects that the spa's treatments are not what they seem. Henry, what did you think of A Cure for Wellness? Mm, well... Let's just rewind the clock a bit, because when this trailer first came out, I remember it was all, we all watched it, and we all, I think we were all in agreement here at Film Night that we were really looking forward to this. It was, it was a dark trailer, disturbing, gritty, mm-hmm. and it just looked a bit different. Um, and when it came out, sort of last week, or this week, I think we were all quite excited. Well, I certainly was, um, speak for myself, I was excited to see this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm absolutely gutted, disappointed. I really am. It was, it was terrible. It was, it was, it was terrible, Richie. Um, <laughs> I tried because I was looking forward to it so much. I tried to avoid everything. I didn't search on Google or anything. Mm. So the only thing I knew was that it was two and a half hours long, and all I've seen was what I've seen in the first trailer, which we watched months ago. So. My powder was pretty dry going into it, to be honest. I didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, but when I fu- when I saw the two and a half hours, I was thinking, oh, Christ alive. Is it going to keep me engaged for that long? Mm. And the answer is no. I just, I didn't really, I didn't enjoy it. I, I wasn't I wasn't tense at all throughout any of it. Mm. I was, there were some great shots. I mean, you mentioned uh, it was an idyllic setting in, in the uh, synopsis. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm. Swiss Alps and some of his cinematography... I thought it was outstanding, to be honest. Um, I really liked the shot of a train as, as we were going in. A really nice shot. Mm. And there was a lot of nice shots throughout. With um, Anyway, we're getting to the shots later on. But, um, yeah, I mean, in terms of the actual story, again, I don't think the story is necessarily a bad one. I just think it was told in an abysmal way. And I was just thinking towards the end, when is it going to end? I thought it was going to end at one point. Yeah, I think I know then, it. Exactly the point. All oh, right, mean. okay, then right, yeah. we'll probably get into that. Yeah. Um, and then it kept on going for another twenty minutes. And I don't know about you, but I was actually sitting there, and as I was watching it, I was thinking, right, well, this is a part here that can be cut. I don't need to be seeing this. There's so many scenes that were just fillers and padders, and this felt more like a director's cut than a, than a film, to be honest. Hmm. It should have been a ninety-minute film. I mean, yeah, it's just, or maybe a two-hour film, okay, because the subject matter is quite heavy. But it just, it was. I think it was trying to be this Shutter Island type film, hmm. and for the first forty minutes, forty-five minutes, I was thinking, 
Christ, this is Shutter Island. Um, the whole idea of a guy going off to place and now he's trying to get out because he's a patient and all this. I was thinking, yeah, I've, I've heard this before. And then it just went down a completely different road, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It was just the fact that the road he went down just ended up in a bit of a clusterfuck of a, a movie, I think. Mm. Um, so I, I'm really disappointed, really disappointed with this film. Well, I agree. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to... Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, uh, I thought it was uh, pretty terrible. Hmm. Um, I agree with a lot of things you just said then, although... Uh, yeah. Well, I'll just, was... just interrupt you before you start. Yeah. Um, there's a review here from the Guardian website. All right. Um, the title is, A Cure for Wellness Review, Cult Status Beckons for This mes- Mesmeric Chiller. Yeah, just be careful with your water. <laughs> Check what's in it. Do you want to, let me just read the, um, I'll just read the little on, um, thingy. Make sure you put your water down, and that's listeners at home as well. Yeah. There are shades of Stanley Kubrick and Stephen King in this operatically claustrophobic horror film about a sinister alpine spa. Mm. Now, I don't agree with one word that's just been said there. <laughs> Do you? Uh... No, I think that's a very. I think that's an actually a very poor choice of words because what I was going to bring up was that um, it felt like that's exactly what it was trying to do. Yes. Um, whereas it felt to me like more it was just stealing from them. Like yeah. it even had that fucking car driving uh, oh, yeah. in the swirly Road shining. from The Shining. Yeah. I mean, is are you trying to pay? Hom- I mean, are you trying I mean, to did it three or four times? Yeah. Are you trying to pay homage or that just looks like you're just stealing a shot? Or you're just nabbing it. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it feels like it's desperately trying to do and it's that. Sort of in, but... As well, there's, there's a scene when he's walking in the steam rooms and it's this, the camera's following him and he keeps going around the corner, around the corner. It's like this whole Kubrick idea of not knowing what's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah. I mean, how long was that, did that scene go on for? And I was thinking, oh, fuck me. Well, I think... I think... Like you say, it was just blatant. I felt it was sort of blatant copying of it, but trying to um, rehash it and pay homage, but just failing miserably... And I think you've touched on um, the main problem with this uh, film as well, which mm. is how long it spends on all its fucking filler scenes. No, well, there's no way it warrants the length that it had. Definitely not. No way. Definitely. You know, not. when we when we um, reviewed uh, Manchester by the Sea and uh, Silence, mm. sort of the two recent ones, they were both two and a half hours. And I think when we dissected it, we sort of said, well, actually, you can't. But Lemp justifies it because you can't really take bits out of it because it's all part of the narrative, it's all part of the story. Yeah. Whereas this, this is so much you can take out of it. It's not deserving of a two and a half hour uh, length. No, definitely. It's way too long for this sort of thing. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think even when you strip it down, mm. I know you were saying the story isn't necessarily a bad story, which is true, but even when you strip it down, I, I still don't think there's really much to the story. No. Uh, no. That's. I mean, when watching the trailers, I expected this to be, oh, wow, this is going to be a really interesting story. There's going to yeah, be a, yeah, lot, you know, yeah. a lot to this. And yeah. just didn't deliver on that. It was just, it was all about uh, the spectacle. Mm. Um, and so the, the actual story, I don't know about you, I found it pretty predictable. Yeah, very much so, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, especially when it was just Especially like, the further on we got. Yeah, the further on you got. And it's just, it's like trying to slowly lead you on, mm. but like not give you too much information. Mm. But it's just... The story's so simple that it's just so obvious where it's going to go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think I think the further we got into the film, the more transparent that became. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I thought the further we went in, 
the longer they were trying to drag it out and drag it out and milk it to within an inch of its life and I was just thinking oh, just mm. come on mm. spare me I mean to, to bring up uh, one certain aspect of it the character that Mia Goth plays well can we just can we just talk about Mia Goth <laughs> yeah, okay. before we go any further okay, I yeah. mean um, we have seen her before we have seen it before in um, another film. cult classic, The yeah. Survivalist. A film that uh, Jack forced into our lives. Yeah, and I think that is the worst film we've ever reviewed. Yeah, I think you might it? be right I think, I think Ridiculous Six was better. Yeah. I think it actually was. Yeah. You know, the Survivalist is the worst. And you'll hear us referencing it numerous occasions, mm. because it is the worst film we've ever seen, we've ever reviewed. And when her face popped up, it took me, what, it took me about five minutes yeah, me Cause, too. Because she, cause she's got a very distinctive look, a very creepy look. And it's been a while since we've seen the survivalist. It's been a long time since we've seen the survivalist, and we're not seeing her in anything else. No. And I was thinking, oh, I know that face because she's got such a distinctive look. Yeah. Who the hell is it? And when the penny dropped, I was just thinking, oh, Christ. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it took a while before we actually met her, didn't it? it took a good. Yeah, there were a few shots like further in the distance, but uh, you didn't you can tell yeah. who she was. Yeah. Um, it was just doing some kind of pretentious thing there. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, going back to um, what's made the story like predictable, mm. there was a scene. I mean, it focuses so much on uh, her being treated as a child, and she's she's sort of very immature and just very uh, protected throughout the whole film. Mm. And you get that sense that even she doesn't real realize that she's a woman or anything. Yeah, fucking look like looks like a child as well. She does. She yeah. does. Um, and so there's just like one scene where she like grabs her stomach as though she's got cramps. Yes. And it's just like, all oh, right. Well, I wonder what's what that's going to turn out to be. Well, because that came straight after the scene where she was in the toilets with the women. Yeah, in that was the, it. Yeah. In the, when we went into the town, and they were all, shall we say, cleaning themselves up. Yes, that's yeah. That's why. It was so yeah. obvious. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I've actually forgotten that that was why, but I just remember thinking, oh, well, that's so everything obvious. Everything that happened... So it's just... <laughs> everything that happened in this film was foreshadowed in a, in a way previously, and it be, we brought it back with no subtlety mm. at all. Mm. And like you say, you, you hit the nail on the head. Every turn it made was so predictable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but just sat there watching it, and that, that, that review then I've just read out about the horror element, I didn't find anything about this film scary. I didn't, I, I didn't find any elements of horror in there. I mean, visually, yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah. It's, yeah, as he said, it's all about the visual elements. Mm-hmm. But, but there's just no real scary side to it. There's no real horror to it. And I think there could, there could have been. There should have been. Yeah. There was in the trailer. I think there were one or two scenes where I kind of felt a bit like okay we're starting to get into it maybe mm. uh, a bit of like actual horror stuff going on I mean well t- just to interrupt myself I mean there was shitloads of fucking cheap jump scares so yeah, that, yeah there was and the whole thing was just like the speakers turned up to 11 yeah so <gasps> just to get you on edge mm. you know just kind of fake horror yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. rather than actually kind of putting some effort into it mm. So, uh, going back to my original point, there were a couple of horror uh, scenes which I'll probably bring up later if we do a spoiler talk okay. or probably in the favourite scene section. Um, 
where I, I did feel a bit, mm. but like you said, it was it was all visual. It was all the way it was done visually that that also, that, that did that, and mm. the story and the build up to it didn't really add anything to that. It was just no. oh shit, that's a pretty horrifying thing to see. That's yeah. that's a, that's a pretty fucked up yeah. image. And because and because we kept referencing it, um, and because it was told through uh, various different characters when um, the main character of the patient what, what's his name what's the character Dane DeHaan oh well the, the character's name was oh yeah it was something oh, wait, what's the actor's name Dane DeHaan Dane DeHaan you've seen him in anything else no I've seen him in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 which right. was terrible and he right. was terrible in it right. but he was in the film Chronicle which everyone says he was really good in never heard of it so when they did I've not seen it but everyone says it's really good right and so when he did Amazing Spider-Man 2 everyone was like oh Jesus Christ he was so good in Chronicle what the fuck happened yeah yeah. I can't say I've ever seen any of his work before I can't say he was especially impressive in this Uh, he wasn't as bad as he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2 but there was just nothing to any of the characters either no no there wasn't was there especially Mm. nothing to his character Really? Oh, and I hate them at the start. You know, he's all this businessman, cliched. A cliche fucking hell, yeah. Some of the some of the lines were just oh my god, that boardroom meeting. Oh, I felt like I was watching a fucking Will Ferrell sketch or something. <laughs> How do you like a twelve-inch cock, a black cock up your ass? I knew. I, I immediately pictured you laughing at that scene <laughs> as I watched. I couldn't believe what I hear. But to be fair, mate, I didn't laugh. I was just. So sat there in stunned silence, thinking, did I actually just hear that come <laughs> yeah. out of some 60-year-old woman's uh, mouth? Yeah. Oh, God. But then, even before that, when he was just like talking to his colleagues or whatever, before he mm. went into the boardroom, mm. there was just all this, like, um, just yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. cliched business, yeah. like, I don't know, bravado talk, mm. and just oh, awful again, lines was... like... Um, Oh, I, I hear! I hear he closed the Jones account. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. nonsense! Yeah. Are you really going to write a line like that into mm. this film? Mm. Come on, dude! Yeah. If you're going to have this kind of talk, like, come up with something a bit better than that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But um, with his character, for um, because it was being the point was really being nailed, hammered home about the treatment that he undergoes and other patients as well. Is that some of the side effects of it is that you get you're gonna get hallucinations. Mm. So when he's seeing some of these um, scary things or ho- elements of horror that you mentioned, mm. but I'm just thinking, well, is he seeing that? Is that really there? or Is it not really there? And it's all this. I mean, Shutter Island nails it where you can't tell mm. whether DiCaprio what what he's seeing is the truth or what he's seeing is in his head. Whereas with this, you just think, well. Yeah, he's just seen that, then, isn't he? The whole eel stuff and all this. Towards the beginning of the film, when he's um, the first time he does the water treatment, shall we say, when he's in that massive mm. tank, really about fucking weird that with those two work people. Yeah, but it's just yeah. why, why? Well, where did it go? Yeah. Where did it go from there? Nowhere, nowhere. Yeah, and just really weirdly set up. But um, every character was just weird for the sake of weird. Yeah. There wasn't like anything mm. deeper down to it. But when, when when he's lifted out of the chamber, and he's and he's and he's sort of coughing up, upset. Oh, this fucking stop it down there in the water. You yeah. you know he's gonna get the, the torch and he's gonna have a look, and then his colleagues gonna have a look and nothing there. Mm. So I'll just get on with it because yeah, know, I know. just just cut to the chase with it. And also, was his 
Oh, I won't say it's spoilery. I'll bring it up later. Oh, okay. Might bring it up later. Okay. Um, yeah, and also on that point of what you can see and what 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 is an, an imagination or whatever a mm. hallucination. There's definitely films I haven't actually seen Shutter Island, but <gasps> have you not? No. Oh, I'm just talking like you had. No, no. But... I thought you'd have seen that. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I... Bloody hell! Millions, that's a bad millions, one. I know. I mean, that's a Jack, that's that. a Jack Clark level of. Um... That's pretty bad. I know. Oh, mate, you need to go now. I've seen that a few times. It's a bloody brilliant film, actually. Yeah, I need to see that. All right. Well, I was just I was <laughs> kept referencing it. You were just going, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because <laughs> I, I know that uh, right. I've heard so many people talk about it before, yeah, so oh, it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, that's a classic, like yeah. Alien, which I also haven't seen. Mm. Um, but I'm sure there there are films, and maybe Shutter Island is is one like you were just kind of alluding to, mm. that have these kind of uh, themes where you don't know what is a hallucination and what isn't. Yeah, because you're seeing it through the eyes of the character, and so the character's feeling of dread of like not knowing what's real is mm. exactly what you're feeling, and it adds to everything. Yeah. Whereas with this. It was like the film itself didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Yeah, but and I think that sort of that's down to the main character, isn't it? And I yeah. don't think he really added anything. He mm. was pretty. Uh... And again, it didn't go anywhere. No, no, it didn't go anywhere. And one of the most comical um, examples of this is when towards the end, I'll try and keep it as brief as um, bare as I can. But towards the end, when he's in the, his cast and he breaks out of his cast. In the next scene, the next cutaway, with that broken leg, he kicks a door down with that leg. <laughs> and I just starts walking down the stairs. He literally breaks it off, stands up, and the next scene, he's bang, kicks the door in. Mm. And it's like, well, how long has his leg been? Because the doctor says to him, oh, you'll be walking again soon, or something like that. He says, oh, it's all in your head about all this um, injuries and all this sort of thing. And, yeah, yeah, he, just sort of thinking, well, what's going on? He's gone from hobbling to kicking down doors and running around the place like nothing's happened. Mm. Well, it's all very, very bizarre. I, I just it's wish, so sort of. I just wish there was like a, an actual conclusion to it, like mm. an actual, actual somewhere for it to yeah, and the funny land th- and make me feel like oh that, right, yeah, that actually makes sense. And, now. and the funny thing is, it took so long to end, and it kept cutting away and cutting away and cutting away. Yeah, yeah, and like you say, it, it still didn't really leave you with a satisfied taste. No, and that last shot was hilarious, wasn't it? Which, sorry, which with him grinning. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I, mean, like, I was like, is it <laughs> is it really going to end on that? It just and it did. Yeah, and it did. Yeah. Lights up. You know, me yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, straight straight away. Yeah. Stay much of the credits, just straight out. No, get out. Um. The the one that annoyed me the most, I think, was the toilets one. The hallucination yeah, I mean, in the toilet. Well, how many times did you did it take you to realise what was causing the problem? Well, I pretty much figured it out straight away. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> why did it take him so long? It's not like he's he he hallucinates. It's so obvious, though, isn't it? You yeah, know what I mean, it's obvious yeah. because he hallucinates one thing. Yes. So over and you, over again. Yeah, and what do you think is making that noise? So it's like, night. I know. So it's like, <laughs> oh, so here's something else that, yeah. uh, mysterious that's happening. It's probably the same thing it's been the entire film. Yeah. So I'll just go and tap it and go back to bed. That'll stop the noise. Yeah, how many times? Ta- five nights. I know, how many times you have to do that and it's really expecting me to still give a shit about this fucking exactly. toilet. Exactly. It turns out to be fucking nothing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah. 
Yeah. What was the point of that? What was the point? What, what was the point of a lot of things, Richie, in this film? I, I, I don't that know. That was my overriding um, thought when I was watching a lot of the things on the on the screen. I was thinking, what is the point? Mm. Are you going to go b- come back to this or not? No. It actually got me interested in, uh, in the opening shot of it um, with the guy and his heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I thought that was quite well done. and I didn't mind the first half hour. But then, well, I would say the first half hour. Really, I, I was starting to get a bit iffy, like because it had a good, a quite good opening, and I was like, "Oof!" Yeah. And yeah, and then, and then straight and after that, because really nice the, shot of the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was that. Nice shot, yeah. Yeah. And to come on to that, the uh, uh, you were talking about the cinematography, and yeah, it was beautiful, and yeah, it was really well done. Mm. But at the same time, uh, it was a bit self-indulgent. Yes, yeah, uh, and, and that's why it's a two half hours, isn't it? That's yeah. why it's so long. Yeah, because there's so many shots of and, and this and so many arty shots in it. Like yeah, every yeah. other fucking shot, and to the point where it started annoying me a little bit. Like mm. there was there was there was one with the the fucking sh- shoots a reflection in the mounted head of a yeah, yeah. It looks like a sort of camera. It's in the eye. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, reflection of. Been walking through a door frame or yeah. into his office, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. like, come on, just stop sucking your own dick. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, I mean, with a film like this, you've got to cling on to the few positives that it does have, and I, I did think the cinematography was very good. It, it was. But I do agree with you completely. Um, there's a lot of showing off involved, mm. and yeah, yeah, there's a lot of shots that are in there because we filmed it and we said, look what I can do. Oh, sh- go and put that on as well. It, it wouldn't have bothered me as much if it was just a little less. If it had just turned it down a bit. Mm, mm. Especially in, like, the beginning of it, because I think it annoyed me the most in the beginning. Yeah, it was, well, I think it. I, I think I noticed it less as it went on. Yeah, but, but it's because it was because of the first first hour, hour 15, was just... I mean, yeah. Or maybe that was just the, the other problems of the film coming up yeah, and dominating over yeah. it. I did take back what I say about the first half hour was good. I mean, it's probably about the first 10 minutes, really, in yeah. hindsight. But the first hour and 15 was so long, and that's that's where we crammed the most shots in. Mm-hmm. And when we saw Hannah standing on the ledge, and then there's a, to be fair, one of my favourite shots was when uh, Hannah and the main character, what's he called again? Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan was. Um, talking to her and it's like a reflective shot of her, mm-hmm. of her eyes it's like perfectly framed and everything but it was there for so long and I just thought yeah okay it's nice but okay I've seen it now let's crack on with the story um, but we didn't do that did we mm. um, and it, it, it makes sense to an extent because then mm. they have lines like um, why would anyone want to leave and then he, he looks yeah, out and yeah. says oh, yeah I understand that and yeah. then you can think oh yeah would be nice. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. But, oh Christ, do you want to get into spoilers? Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, we'll move on to spoilers now, spoiler talk. So, I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end, so just skip ahead until that point if you're bothered about uh, spoilers. <laughs> Three, if you're bothered. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two, one, skip. Where do we start? Well, firstly, the end rushed its way in. I think. Oh, oh, that is a big understatement. <laughs> that is a big understatement. Yeah, and this is what I'm. This is what I said before about the story not being necessarily a bad story. Mm. It's because when it gets to the end, you're thinking, "All right, okay then." So, 
because it's quite basic as well, you piece it all together in your head quite easily. Mm-hmm. And then you're just thinking, well, why have we rushed through it after we've had two and a half hours of this and then we've just come to the end and gone... Mm. Sort of, it's all happening so quickly, so fast. And I thought, well, maybe this is the time to sort of take a step back, move down a gear and actually explain stuff. And to be fair, I mean, the main doctor... Um, quite creepy wasn't he towards the very end he's a good actor Jason Isaacs yeah I, I think he's been in um, I think he was in House of Cards I think he's one of the All right. sad characters in House of Cards I know him from Harry Potter so he's oh, in Harry Potter yeah he's good in that right yeah yeah I thought he, I thought he wasn't um, I thought he was quite good throughout to be fair mm. it wasn't necessarily a bad performance no um, but um, anyway my point was yeah. what was it I thought it was actually sort of interesting when he was actually explaining the reasoning and his family's reasoning and sort of the history because we, this, another, this is another bit I didn't like it was just characters coming along at a time and telling Dane DeHaan one little bit of nugget one little nugget of information and then running off and going away sort of uh, Patricia Watkins that mm. character she just kept going up to him going oh it's, there's a dark tinge about this place help me with this crossword pain and then just walks off yeah you know and the driver was another one who just came up and said oh you don't want to go up there oh, bye yeah, yeah there's all this shit yeah it, it, it just uh, and for me because, uh, as well as it being like rushed into it uh, there was so much time where it just didn't focus on any of that, mm. and like it, it was, it was so long after we had last had some kind of clue into that thing mm. that I thought it was gonna. I thought, I thought the end was right as he's finally been brainwashed. Yes. So we said before, I thought it was gonna end when Doc shoves the pipe down his throat. Probably my favorite scene. Um, okay. And sort of says, you know, talked about the cleansing and all this sort of thing, and um, James DeHaan, James. What's it called? Dane DeHaan. Christ. He's sort of swallowing all the um, eels, yeah? Right, well, here, if I can just bring something up. Here's what's confusing me. Are they fucking eels? Yeah. Because they look like fucking leeches. They look they look a bit small to be eels. And so if they're leeches, what's all this business with the eels going on in the rest of the film? Not the eels live for 300 years, Richie. I just found it so strange that he's hallucinating these eels for the entire film, and it's like, obviously eels are going to come into this at some point. Yeah. And then when it actually came to it, I was like, those seem more like leeches than well, if eels. Well, if, if you remember, Doc did make a joke about leeches. He did, which is what I thought. Oh, right, okay. Then. But, so you, um... but then my thought process is, so what's with the no, fucking they're eels? Quite, they were quite long, weren't they? Long and thin. They, weren't... they didn't seem like eels, though. Well, baby eels. <laughs> well, maybe. 300 years, they've had enough time to uh, <laughs> to reproduce. I suppose. Okay, I can get behind that. Because the ones, uh, the ones that swallowed up Mia Goff and uh, mm. some of her colleagues, they were... Yeah, um, I guess they came into it as they well. They were quite big, weren't they? They were yeah. bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weren't they? And the ones that... Um, I'd forgotten about those, actually. The ones, so that, the ones I... that he saw in the tank earlier on, they were quite, they were quite big. Mm. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I didn't really think about that, to be honest. I just thought, oh, they're... I just thought they were eels. I didn't think about the leeches. Yeah, that, that was what I was Because I thought he made the joke. I didn't think... I thought the joke was that they're not leeches. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay. oh, is this going back to the leech thing? But then yeah. what were the eels about? But then I had forgotten that the eels do actually come back mm. to to fucking eat people in the river. Mm-hmm. So, okay, it does actually does actually come back, even if they weren't in that <laughs> scene that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that is one of the horror elements that I was talking about, mm. where it's like, 
Okay, mm. so that's a pretty horror horror type image, and that's very much so. That that makes me a bit uneasy. Yeah, no, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one that was um, very Clockwork Orange esque when he's. That's the that was the tooth, which is probably going to be my favourite scene. That's yeah, okay. the one I was thinking of the tooth uh, one. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. the dentist. Thing. Were you, were you um, wincing in your seat when you? A bit, yeah, because I've not seen it uh, uh, that kind of thing approached that way before. Up as well, right it? into the. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was quite yeah. a cool way to do it. Yeah, to be fair, Although, that, that was the only bit where I thought, ooh, you know? yeah. But the problem with it is that right after that, it Which seems cuts fine. Straight away, doesn't it? Yeah, it could it cuts, it cuts fade to black and yeah, then um, exactly. yeah, cut to black. We've got a bit of horror going on. Now let's quickly go out to some boring stuff. Yeah. And also, he's fine. Yeah, he's absolutely fine. He's walking around. Yeah. Um, yeah we, he, they have two teeth missing. Yeah, is he not a bit traumatised? And then starts drinking the bourbon. And then puts in his... And then <laughs> drinks it. He goes, ooh, yeah. ooh, my gums. <laughs> yeah. As if to think, it wouldn't hurt. And then just shrugs and then has the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it annoyed me that it just went to him being fine, not like not feeling too traumatised, was just, mm. you know, calm as Ari, just like, well, maybe mm. I should tell someone about this. Yeah. But he didn't... There didn't seem to be many lasting effects from the fucking horror that we just witnessed. No. And it's disappointing, wasn't it? Because I thought, oh, right, that was, that was quite a good bit and maybe it's going to sort of get going now. Mm. And he just went back to being shy again mm. in the space of 10 seconds. And I think that's the biggest disappointment that you can sort of label at this film. Yeah. Mm. Right, uh, so as well, I mean, now we're in the spoilers, the actual end then, because we talked about the bits leading up to the end. Yep. The actual end. Well, uh, What were you thinking? I was thinking, this is the second film I've seen Mia Goth in, and this is the second time I've seen her tits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Yeah, at least, well, I mean, at least there wasn't a fucking baby coming out of her this time, but... Yeah, at least it wasn't as gratuitous. But there was there was blood coming out of her, so... Yeah, and he was giving it a good sniff, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, God. How yes. bizarre. Yeah, it just for for men. It was just from that, from that point. Man, well, a a the uh, Mirgoff's titties were just unnecessary, <laughs> weren't they? You know, but it was all that bit was unnecessary. Didn't need to happen. Didn't need to be tied to the bed and all this sort of thing. Yeah, didn't need to be happening. Just give us that incest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, just come on. That's look, all we need. Look, come on. We're not far away from Burnley, so you know, <laughs> nothing, nothing can shock us. <laughs> but you know, right, so when, once she's tied down. When the fire starts and all this, I mean, how many times have we seen that? And then mm. the, the, I can say it, we're spoiled, the ripping of the mask. Yes, I forgot about that. What do you think that? about that? I thought, what the fuck? Yeah, I thought that. What is, what, sorry, have I missed something? Well, because when, when he, uh, when Matey Boy went down to that place first time when he was on a wander and he got lost, mm. he saw a few skin grafts, didn't he? And there's a really long shot of us of him him looking down, yeah. going towards the face. I fucking completely forgot about that. <coughs> oh, that had you. That had not entered my mind since that scene happened. Because uh, <clears throat> I, I think that genuinely just went straight in and straight out right. to release that scene because it was like information overload. Maybe uh, yeah. it, it was another scene of him going around having to wander about, seeing things. So it was yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. How much of that can I really store in my? No, uh, yeah, yeah. I see, I see your point. That <laughs> mind. So when he ripped his face off, I was like, uh, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair enough. Then. So I guess it's just because he's lived for fucking ever. Years, his yeah. fucking <clears throat> skin is 
Shit, that's why I still... Whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> nah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it, I agree with you. I feel like when it gets to that, when it got to that point, the film started to feel a bit too cartoonish for my liking. Yeah, I, yeah. The word I was going to use for the end was comical because it it had such a, a long build-up and then it, even things such as the music started changing and the music became all this... It wasn't this sort of scary yeah, leading you into it. It now became this very fast-paced, jovial, jokey music. Yeah. And it was... Things that happened in the cellar, if you want to call it that, or in his underground lair, were then being juxtapositioned with what was happening upstairs with yeah. people dancing merrily. I was thinking, well, what's going on here? Yeah, I, supposed to be like... I don't know what's happening now. Mm. I couldn't take it seriously. It, no. it, yeah, it was such a... Such a cartoon way to sort of finish. And it, it was just very weird. Uh, in a bad way. Not weird in a good way. Weird in a very disappointing way. Yeah, it was just like it had gone off the fucking rails. Yeah, very much it, so. It's like it's built up this this creepy... Yeah, and abandoned everything it had just done for the past two hours. Yeah, tonight. it had hinted that there was supernatural things going on. Of course it did. Mm. But not like this. No. I, 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 I can't think of a better way to describe it than cartoonish. I mean, him pulling off his fucking face. That reminded me of fucking watching the first Captain America film. <laughs> Seems similar like that happens mm-hmm. in uh, with the fucking main bad guy whose name is fucking Red Skull. <laughs> um, and with that being a comic book film, I don't, I don't think it's a, a good thing for your no. no horror thriller, no creepy no. film to be compared to. No, and I think you know. If people are sort of getting into it or up to a point, if you're trying to, I don't know how you can defend this film. I just don't know how you can, apart mm. from what we just said about it a bit looking nice. Mm. But in terms of structure and in terms of storyline, yeah, it's very very thin. And then when it gets up to this point, two people actually walked out of my screening. <laughs> two people actually walked out at that mm. point. I and I, I think, well, I don't blame you. You know, yeah. if I wasn't reviewing it, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. I thought I thought I've, I've stayed here long enough all to see how it ends and then after that I mean once the uh, old gaff is burning down mm. people are some people are trying to put it out some patients are trying to put it out some patients are sort of dancing and frolicking around I was just thinking right it's just gone way too far mm. and then and I just wonder if he's going to end at that point we bump into uh, the business colleagues yet oh, again. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Possibly the worst bit of the film. Why would you do this? And that that was your end. That last two minutes was just, oh, my God. I couldn't... I nearly started laughing, actually. It was just, I just didn't know where that came from, where they came from. I mean, they were fucking cartoonish in the first well, place. Well, they were, weren't fucking they? Yeah. We said about the cliche yeah, business yeah. bosses yeah. not giving a fuck about anyone's feeling. It's yeah. all about that money, money, money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, the guy, the guys, he fucking runs him over. <laughs> he runs him over. He's covered in blood and dirt and in a fucking gown. Uh, he's been missing. The bike's alright, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He's been missing for fucking God knows how long. Oh, months at this point. Yeah. We're not even told, are we, really? We're and, not even. And he's just like, fucking, you've got a job to do. Get fucking on with it. <laughs> yeah. Are you listening to me? I'm, I'm fucking. Oh, God. It, it was, it was so, so awful. I don't know how you can write a character like uh, that and no. feel happy with it. Yeah. And, and feel. This is what that character would do at yeah. this time. This is a realistic representation yeah. of, of this type of character. <clears throat> mm. And 
this is how they would react to this, or, or even not, and this is a satire of how they would react yeah. to this. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speechless. Just but, so bad. I mean, it's so bad, bad enough on so many levels. I, I know, but it's bad enough to have it have it there, but then to end on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said about that shot before. I mean, now the shot of him on his bike with Mia Goff on the back, mm. with with a grinning like a Cheshire cat. Such a sinister smile. Yeah. Why? Why? It's supposed to be like just a regular happy smile, isn't it? Because he's escaped. Well, I don't know, the music was all dead weird as well. It was all sort of like... What is it implying? Is it supposed to be a sort of sinister smile then? Or what? (laughs) I don't know. If it is, I don't know what he's got to be sinister about. He's trying to be like Malcolm McDowell out of fucking (laughs) Fotwork Army, didn't he? Yeah. Riding off with his brother's... Yeah, it's like what's going on? He's gone back to he's gone back to his old ways. Yeah, but no, he's just it's just that he's escaped and can and also escaped from his business life, so he's free to live his life happily. Yeah, with with his teenage girl, his Shia Shia Buff's Buff's wife. wife. (laughs) Have you lost your mind? Actually, I feel much better. But yeah, but when he says yeah, but when he says that, have you lost your mind? I just can't help but think, have you lost your mind? What yeah. the fuck am I watching? Yeah, yeah, it's painful. It was, wasn't it? I, I think I think we'd have been better off ending it with the the eels getting shoved down his throat. To be honest, yeah, and then just left the rest up for your own imagination. Mm. Just end it at two hours. Maybe, maybe take out a few of the uh, yeah clues. Yeah, and then maybe actually thinking, oh, what did he see? What didn't he see? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but there you go. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think I've got much more to say. No, I think uh, made, I think we made I think we've made our feelings on it pretty clear. Yeah, may as well. Uh, yeah. May as well leave it there. All right. Um, I, I mean, I probably could go on, but fucking hell, there's no point, is it? So, no, getting on in time. So, no, no. Uh, I can't really think of anything else I need to bring up. To be honest, I think it's just stupid little details for me. Right, okay. Just annoying. <laughs> Anyway, um, let's move on to favourite scenes, shall we? Yeah, I think I'm going to go for... Um, I actually don't know now. I do like the eel, the eel bit towards the end. But 12-inch black cock in your ass. In my ass, yeah. Actually, pretty good scene. a great scene, actually, yeah. Mm. yeah. I liked the bit before when he was in his other office and he was... Have you closed the Johnson case? Yeah. I did. I closed that non-specific case <laughs> for this non-specific job that we do. Best line? But he's pouring in his little champagne. You know how I like my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought, oh, Richard liked that one. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear me. Yes, I know how you like your coffee. Milk. No sugars, because you're sweet enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, I know what you're going to see. You're going to say the dentist scene, aren't you? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, go on, and I'll say the eel scene then for, for difference. Okay. Even though, to be fair, the dentist scene was probably the best one. That's the only time I actually went, ooh, ooh. It's that fact of like when, like when he says, I how mean, damn it, close he went in. You can world. see it coming that he's going to say, "Oh, I'm not giving you amnesia, uh, yeah. amnesia, uh, anesthesia." Obviously, um, <laughs> shut amnesia. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's the, it's I actually, it's the actual thought of it, like yeah, yeah, you're not being able to move, you're restrained. But as well, as well, I mean, there's a lot of elements to that scene, a lot of little bits that actually made it very good. Mm. Um, performance by uh, the doc was very good mm-hmm. the way he sort of he didn't say I'm not giving you anaesthetic he was sort of getting into it because he was a doctor and all that mm-hmm. but I just liked the way that he was holding the file 
but he'd found off him and he was talking about trust. I just thought he was shot really well at that bit. And he was saying, oh, trust works both ways and he's got the file in his hand and we can't trust each other. And Yeah, I just I, I thought it was a very good scene. Yeah, it was. The only good bit of acting and all round and sort of suspense and yeah. horror. The only bit in the two hour and thirty. <laughs> one, of, one of the only bits I actually got into. Yeah, 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 yeah. How'd you like that scene with the... Him fighting the guy in that bar with his broken leg. Oh, yelled, God, yeah. yeah, yeah yelled up, yelled up pretty well, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't do it too bad, did he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just shoved... He broke nearly every table in the fucking pub, didn't he? I know. He was uh, throw, uh, thrown into one, then thrown into another. Another comical scene, I think. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, uh, what are you going to give this one out of ten, Woody? Hmm... It's not in. It's not on the level of survivalist. Definitely not. It's not that level at all. It's not comically bad. I mean, it's bad. Actually, it's comically bad, but it's not. Certainly at times. Uh, it's not. It's not a terrible, terrible film. Um, yeah, but we've said the bits we like, and I think giving credit for the music, the score, mm-hmm. and the cinematography was was very good at times. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go and hit it with. I thinking free. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think a free. Is about right. Nothing, nothing more. No. Nothing I no. But yeah, but a bit, but less than that feels a bit too far to go. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. So yeah, yeah, I'll probably uh, go with the three as well. I think that's just just disappointing right. to be honest. There's so much potential there, not just in the trailer from what we saw, but when you look at the film, you, you sort of look at it visually. You you, you look at the storyline to an extent. Mm. You think there's so much potential to make a bloody good horror suspense psychological mindfuck film yeah which just didn't happen did it mm. so and the last thing that everyone said that Dan DeHaan was really good in was like a horror type thing so yeah yeah but yeah. it just didn't really work out that way yeah wasted it... potential I think yes I agree okay uh, and that is the end of spoiler talk for that film whatever we <laughs> whatever it was that we cure used. for wellness I think you need a cure yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh, I guess we'll just move on. No quiz this week, for obvious reasons. Mm. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> what, 12-inch black cock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting into some news for this week, we have a trailer for a film called Tomboy The Assignment. Um, so we just watched this trailer. I have the synopsis here. Uh after waking up and discovering that he has undergone gender reassignment as surgery, an assassin seeks to find the doctor responsible. <laughs> what? <laughs> My God. What, what Sorry. Are you, what, just... <laughs> what are you thinking of this trailer, uh, Woody? I don't really know what I'm thinking, Richie. Oh, this is coming out next week. It's coming out next week, right. Book me tickets, premiere. I'm going. <laughs> uh, my God, this just looks... <laughs> looks hilarious, hilariously bad. We're just talking then about a, f- a film that's bad but not hilariously bad in terms of laughing throughout at it because it's just so terrible. Yeah, I think I think this tomboy will be that sort of film. Um, I think it's just I think it's just so unaware. Yeah, but with, with a title like that, I mean, come yeah. on, talk I, about slapping your audience in the face. And I, and I think just with a. With a story like yeah, that, yeah, with synopsis, yeah. Um, at this at this day and age, and getting a uh, Michelle Rodriguez to lower a few octaves, <laughs> and start speaking. She has a pretty deep voice, anyway. She has a I deep think. voice, mate. Because she, yeah, she's in all the Fast and Furious films. But yeah, 
She said, "My name's Frank. What's it? I fucking hell, love." And um, do you know what? Do you know what I was thinking um, throughout? It's a film that you've not seen. What? Um, similar, not in terms of a gender reassignment, but similar in terms of hitman guy gets put to sleep, wakes up, has to try and find years later, has to try and find his who put him there. Mm. Old boy. Um, All right. But fortunately, I've, I've only seen the shitty Hollywood remake with uh, Josh Brolin, not seen the original Chinese, Japanese mm. version. Um, but yeah, old. Well, I remember talking about that, that was, that was appalling. That was, that was, again, a laughably bad film. Um, and it, it's got similar elements to that in terms of the guy or girl, the tomboy, yeah. waking up and trying to find who put her in this situation and all this sort of thing. Yeah, well, just watching the trailer, I mean, without the gimmick it's got of appealing to the uh, LGBT community uh, it just well, seems well if they wanted to do that they'd probably start Ruby Rose as a fucking main wouldn't they she's in all these other sort of John Wick and all this sort of things yeah um, X triple X but without that gimmick in it no, but yeah, yeah, it just yeah. seems like another boring yep. action film yep terrible uh, with nothing more I'll, to g- it I'll give that. it a rating now 0.5 yeah, I mean, probably, I think, won't, probably won't even see it, will we? But probably not. I mean, that release date I just gave is probably for America. Probably for America, yeah. But um, yeah. It just looks terrible. And Sigourney Weaver, what are you doing with your career? Uh, this, to me, seems worthy of a director DVD. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would not Which be Which is the lowest rating I can give anything. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Bob-on, yeah, Bob-on. Producer of Alien as well, so that's why she's got the part. But I mean, mm. you know... What's going on? Like, just another another mind boggler from Hollywood, isn't it? They're, they're, they're so misguided in this mm. constant attempt to push the uh, equality m- message or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just so... They just, just don't have a clue, do they? They don't have a clue. They're just so off the fucking deep end. Mm. They're try- I mean, they're... <laughs> I was going to say their intentions are good, but they're not even. They're just cashing out on it anyway. Mm. Not when you, how, can, how can you? The do idea that? is not, the the idea that they're trying to spout off is not that terrible, but they just have no idea, and they make and then, it and worse. And then they decide to call it tomboy. Fucking For God's yeah. sake! Mm. Talk about rubbing salt in the wounds. It's yeah. just it just proves how far behind the how archaic they are and how far away they are from their. Viewers, that's a good point because I don't think I've heard anybody use the word tomboy since the nineties. Who who the hell? Yeah, who the hell says tomboy these days? Nobody, exactly. And not for any, not for any reason other than it being just the the word has just gone. Yeah, and a a phase of things just died off. Terrible, 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 terrible. (laughs) It's just another one of those trailers you watch and you just think. How? How has this been made? How? Why? <laughs> how? Why? When can I watch it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's how Hollywood always wins, because you always end up playing bastards. <laughs> no, uh, well, we're all right. We're on our limitless. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. So. Exactly. Look at it that way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, is this a worse idea than remaking everything into a female cast? Who knows? Maybe. I think it might be. It might be. I think it actually might be. If it's not a worse idea, then execution certainly puts it there. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> because, there, because there's a way of doing it, isn't there, it? There's definitely something about that name, because uh, 
when when looking around, uh, different different uh, web pages are calling different it titles, different titles. Yeah. Some call it some call it tomboy, some call it tomboy the assignment, some just call it the assignment. Mm. So certainly not everyone's on board with that title. I'm not surprised. No, imagine showing up in the screening. <laughs> People just they'd laugh you out of the room, wouldn't they? Are you being? Are you for real? It's so it's so funny to just watch how out of touch Hollywood is. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, but it's also awful because we have to go and fucking review them. Well, this is a problem, isn't it? Yeah. We end up having seen half of them, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to say. Any, anything else to say about this? Because no. apart from uh, the fucking piece of shit gimmick, it's just another action film. Not much more to it than that. No. No more. I don't need to say anything else. Mm. I don't. I don't think we should give it any more of my precious breath. I concur. <laughs> um, that was it for news, though. Really slow week, actually. So <laughs> it must be a slow week. This is all we yeah. got to talk about. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's literally all we had. <laughs> Sorry, cockers. Yeah. Um, maybe there'll be some better stuff next week. Yeah, fingers crossed. Okay, uh, let's just move on to things that we've watched this week, and Henry and I have got another film that we've both seen. Yes, yes. Um, something that we went to see with uh, Foul Film Society. Don't know why I'm dancing around it, I said it at the beginning of the episode. D-Pan. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, won't be putting a clip out for this one, because it's all in a foreign language. Mm, Tamil. Oh, that's a language. All right, there you go. I see Tamil French. We're on the ball tonight. Yes. So Deepan is directed by Jacques Audiard, and it stars Hezuthasan Antonithasan, Kaliaswari Srinivasan, and Claudine Venasithambi. Well done. Thanks. Do you speak Tamil? <laughs> I dabble. <laughs> dabble. <laughs> and the synopsis is Deepan is a Sri Lankan Tamil warrior who flees to France and ends up working as a caretaker outside Paris. Uh, what did you think of Deepan, Henry? I I quite enjoyed it. Hmm. On the whole, I thought it was um, quite a well-made film. I, I don't think it was an outstanding film. Um, I know it's got I know it won a Palm Door at Camden, and it's been mm. very well received because it's 2015 release, so it's not it's not a new one. Mm. Um, but I know it's um, just been one of those when we got given the Foul Film Society uh, flyer for this season, and I saw it on there. I thought, oh, right, I've heard of this, so I'm looking forward to it. And I think overall, yeah, I did think it was a very good film. I, I like the story; mm-hmm. quite a, quite a, quite a simple story, but there was a bit. I think we sort of talked about it afterwards on the Monday, didn't we? I think it did drag a bit. Mm. There was a bit... Sort of like this film, is uh, Cure for Wellness, where we had... We established who the characters were and we established what the story was. And then we just kept on... We just kept plugging it for a bit too long. And then when we, when we got to an end, it was another really rushed end, I thought. End, I thought. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Um, but I've got to say, the main performance uh, performances from the three... Family members were were very good. Mm. Um, again, it's one of these films where they're uh, no none of them are a- acted before, um, and I don't think you could tell that really. I think no, I think they were very they're good. They're all solid throughout, and yeah, in very very um, deep meaning story and, and quite a, quite a sad story as well. 
an element I did like about the film was that it just threw you straight in at the deep end, not knowing too much about their backstories. Yeah. Which is great, because we didn't really need to know about the backstories. We had one shot of, of Deepan um, in his part of the army, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And then, then he's just sort of plucked together with these two other strangers mm. who now become his wife and his daughter. Mm. I mean, imagine that as a... You, you can't even begin to think about it, can you? Mm. Um, but you're right. I think, yeah, we don't, we don't really need, like, all that too much... Yeah. Uh, establishing a backstory or anything because it, it all comes through really naturally in the in, yeah, I agree. in the story and in the characters. Mm. Um, you, you actually get um, most of their backstory or the, the parts that are actually relevant. I wouldn't say there's much that this film um, puts in unnecessarily. No, uh, and I I would agree. Yeah, I think it does drag. Uh, I was certainly feeling like it it dragged quite a bit and then at the end it's like oh Christ let's get going mm-hmm. and this is going off really quickly now mm-hmm. and it feels a bit rushed but at the same time uh, while, while, that, while that is similar to A Cure for Wellness where it differs to A Cure for Wellness is that even though it dragged it's all I'm still into the story it's all still something oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's interesting and is mm. um, I'm not like fading away like no. with A Cure for Wellness everything that was happening at certain parts and especially with the way that everyone spoke in a fucking monotoned voice all the time especially <laughs> near the beginning um, I, I was having trouble just kind of focusing on what everyone was saying and I was yeah. starting to drift off and think about other things and yeah. I had to kind of go oh fuck I, I need to pay so attention to this so I can <laughs> review it later yeah, yeah. Um, yeah because I mean but with Deepan I was, I was just listening to everything everyone was saying and mm. it was all it was all part of the character development yeah. and everything like that, which is very strong about this film. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was doing because remember it was a one hour fifty film deep end, so it's not it's not too bad. It's not a bad length. Mm. Um, but I do remember in the cinema looking at my watch and we we're an hour in, and I was thinking, as much as I was enjoying it, and I was I was going along with the ride and just learning about these three strangers and in in their new environment in France and as, as much as as enjoying it I was thinking right where is it going to go yeah, yeah you know what I mean I was thinking what is going to happen in this next 50 minutes yeah because whilst there was this like this uncomfortableness constantly yeah uh, with the situation and there was always the threat of what happens if we get found out mm. um, looming over the film there wasn't actually that much um, bringing much kind of actual conflict to the film, and you kind of th- and yeah, I was I was the same. I was thinking, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for this to go somewhere. Now mm. I'm ready. I'm ready for some yeah. actual uh, plot development instead of yeah. we've had a lot of character development. Now it's time for a bit of plot development, mm. and that's where it sinks a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I think it. I think it was a bit a bit of a shame, really, because mm. I, I was enjoying it for. Really enjoyed it for the hour, mm. and then yeah, I think we we had a scene when one of the Sri Lankan uh, army chiefs comes to visit Deepan, and that's when I oh, thought yeah. I thought it was gonna get going, and I thought that was gonna be the rest of the film mm. in terms of trying to drag him back to his past, if you if you want. Um, yeah, but again, that sort of went nowhere really. Did actually? Uh, it's just sort of said, yeah, the war's over for me. See you later, mate. And that was it. He sort of popped off again. Well, he, he got. I mean, without being too spoilery right now, 
there was there was a consequence for that, but it was an immediate consequence, and then there wasn't anything after that. No, you, it felt like this is probably going to come back later, mm. but it didn't. We didn't. No, no, which is quite an interesting uh, choice to make. Mm. I thought, especially with what they decided to end with. Yeah, it, 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 it makes it kind of makes that scene seem a little pointless. Mm. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Which is a shame, because apart from that, it's quite a good scene. Yeah, it's just the fact that it didn't sort of... Come back, come in back. any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have done, I think. Yeah. But uh, that is a, it's quite a nice little kind of a change of direction in the film, and it grabs yeah. your attention, and then it goes back to a bit more making you feel a bit depressed. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, another complete change in the direction of the film in a completely different way, so it grabs your attention again, and... And and, it, and then it, it goes off like that until the mm. end, basically. Mm. I, mean, I don't think we should get into the end just yet. Okay, yeah, fine. Um, we'll talk about it after. Oh, okay. Right, okay. We'll, we'll, I suppose we'll do a spoiler Yeah, talk. okay, right, I'll just do a spoiler bit. Um, well, another bit that I really enjoyed was the performance from Deepan's wife and the relationship she had with their daughter, or yeah. their false daughter, if you will. I like the way how that uh, developed, actually. I do, and I also like that it wasn't overused as well. No, it wasn't. It the wasn't. majority of it was just on the two of them, the, mm. the uh, Deepan and his wife. Yeah. And it's quite interesting, like, because there's so much time for that for the character development, it's interesting that the daughter isn't actually used that much. No. Um, but I quite like that. I like <clears> that <throat> she's only used a little bit, but then when she is used, that's I probably think, some of the best parts. I think it's because she, she the daughter was a bit of an outcast. Yeah. The two, those two didn't really know what to do with it. And she was being forgotten about quite a lot. She was usually just in a kitchen doing some homework yeah. or something, or just minding her own business. And that's why I think her parts are my favourite favorite parts, mm. because they have got so much that is, they're preoccupied with. They've got so much on their mind and to, to think about. And also, neither of them have fucking raised a child. They neither know anything about mm. uh, raising a child or even, or maybe even don't care. Uh, exactly. It's just keeping up a charade, mm. um, which is something which is explored. Mm. As at one point, Deepan says to his wife, says because she was really struggling with how to sort of deal with it. Mm. He said, "Well, you should treat her like a sister, not like a daughter," which I thought was quite an interesting way of going about it. Really, it is. I think she was only twenty six, if I remember right. Twenty. I think she's mid twenties. I think right. she said she was. Alright. So, and the yeah. daughter was nine or something like that. So, Nothing. yeah. But yeah, it's a completely unnatural situation for, for oh, her, you know. Yeah, has but, no clue how to raise it. But like they're they're in it together, and they're they're always. I mean, yeah, they have their conflicts, and they don't. They don't. They're obviously not uh, like best friends. Mm. Um, but at least they're kind of like helping each other out and making sure that shit doesn't go down yeah, yeah. with each other. And mm. so the child is just left as an outcast in the school and an outcast in the family. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think there's 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 a lot worse to her than for the others. Mm. Because she also... how the, the other aspect to it is how the fuck can she comprehend all this? Yeah, exactly, yeah. As a, a nine-year-old or whatever mm. she is. And I, I, I really did enjoy the way we just sort of threw all these... threw people together in Sri Lanka and just... They had one scene, didn't they? Who had to be able to mm. lie about who they were? Mm. He said, "Right, there you go off to France in a bit," and it just 
Yeah. Free you in and get you, on with it. It just mm-hmm. felt like you were just sort of learning as they were learning how to as the characters were learning, I should say. The viewer was learning as well about the three of them. Yeah. Which made for good viewing. Mm. But yeah, I do agree with you. I do think it did sort of fade away a bit. Did a bit. Yeah. Um should, should we get on the ending then? Yeah, let's um, I think uh well let me just put a spoiler message in. Uh so yeah, so now we're gonna do spoilers for Deepan. I'll put in the description also for this, so skip ahead to when we stop talking about spoilers for Deepan. Three, two, one, skip. One element I did like about the film was this idea of Deepan and the other two flee Sri Lanka to for wanting for a better life and to avoid escape of violence that they experienced in their own country. And when we come to France, we think we're going to get to start a new chance, start a, a new life, and yet they're just thrown into another place where violence and corruption and gangs and drugs run the block. Mm, yeah. The flats, and I thought that was a very, very well done, I thought. Um, I really did like that, that element to it. Um, and the, the sort of the violence on the estate and the, the, the flats. But I, I just... I don't know where the ending came from. It all ha- it all ha- crept up on you, mm. and I mean, I c- I can understand why it happened in terms of the char- what the characters had done to reach that moment. Yeah, but I just don't know where it all came from. It all felt very Harry Brown, where he was just so decided to take it upon himself and just yeah, it actually became a bit unbelievable in terms of. He started off in the basement deep and he was working his way up the tower block and at every turning of a corner, every step he came up, all his old army instincts came back to him and he was flipping people over and shooting them and whatever. Do you, do you agree or did you... I agree. Because it, because it does get a bit rushed here, it almost feels like it's a completely different genre of film. Yeah, yeah. Which is a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> It goes. It goes from tense drama to fucking Dwayne Johnson rock uh, action sequence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it, it was certainly very strange. Mm. Uh, after after watching the rest of the film until that point, if you'd asked me how's this going to end, I certainly wouldn't have said that. No, not in a million years would I would I have expected that to come. But I agree. It does. It does feel a bit unrealistic when doing that. It feels a bit over the top. Um, yeah, yeah, very much so. And even the bits, like, kind of slightly before that, where it leads up to that, I kind of... I can, <clears throat> I can kind of get behind it, but mm. his reactions to things are also also feel a bit much to me. Yeah, so painting the line it, across both feet. Yeah, it feels like he's kind of... It's, it feels like he's just forgotten what, what he's doing. Yeah. Was that your? He's a caretaker of yeah. a towel block. Yeah, he's told from day one what to do. Stay to your block and just keep your head down and do your job. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it all start. It all sparks from someone wanting to go through his wife's bag. Yeah, just feels a bit. Yeah, it feels a bit much. Okay, I get that. I get he's under a lot of pressure, and it's all a bit much for him. And maybe he's a bit overwhelmed. And also, he's falling in love with. Mm. His fake wife, and she's not returning those yeah. feelings. Or she maybe she is a little bit. She kind of played with him a bit, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of get it, but the way it was done just felt a bit 
well, like you say, over the top, a bit really unrealistic. Yeah, I, I agree. And I also didn't like the way once once the violence had stopped and once. Don't know, but did he crash a car or something? I can't remember. Yeah, he, well, he, he crashed the car into the building to That's get there, right. and yes. then he went up. Yes, and... yes, yes. Um, but I didn't. What I didn't have a problem with was the all uh, the violence within the gangs, the French gangs who sort of ran the block. Mm. Obviously, you could you could see that it was building up. Their violence was building up, wasn't it? Yeah. So they they come back on a night out or something. And they start popping the bullets in the air, and as if something had just happened. And that I felt I had a, it was obvious as a viewer to see, right? It, it keeps we keep sort of having a go at each other, one gang against the other. It's going to result in some sort of bloodshed, mm. and it does when the main guy, the main guy gets killed, who obviously is in Deepan's wife's in the room at that time. Yeah, but that that had a that had a sort of a linear feel to it. It felt like it was going to. Someone was going to get shot. Yeah. Whereas with Deepan's actions, like you say, they just came like a bolt out of the blue. They didn't. I understand he's a very angry man and what have you, but I know he sort of rubbed a few people up the wrong way on on the block. But I don't mean he has to go around and start killing them all. No. You know what I mean? No. Not none of the main uh, aspects to it really need to change. Uh, you can still have her in the building while all this is happening. You can still have. Yeah, him, he has to go and res- rescue her, and he can still have him going up to rescue her. But it, it, it have to fit, kill everyone on the wall. Yeah, it, it, you know, it can have him maybe hiding nervously, maybe grab a gun and kind of like nervously yeah, like yeah, yeah, shoot yeah. shoot one or two maybe. Yeah. But to have fucking Heisenberg walk up and take everyone out one by one. Yeah. But so, some of some of the shots were they just follow his feet, and mm. because it's all the, the fire, the, there's a fire sort of raising up the building at the same time. Mm. And it'd just be you'd you'd then, you'd then see a door open, someone else's feet follow out, and then just hear the sound, like, whoosh, yeah, move on to the next one. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh, I cannot picture that character doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't see him, and I can't picture him doing it either. No, yeah, it was a bit. But much. then, so 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 after that's all done, and it's they've all got out there. I really didn't like the the end no, going to London. I think. It just sat. It just sat with me, thinking that that's a bit shit. That doesn't need to be there. I could sort of. I'd like to f- make it up in my own head what he did, mm. what the family did. Just end it after that battle, and then it's like, well, fuck. What the fuck are they supposed to do what now? What do we do now? Rather yeah. than go to London. Oh, that's which. That's which what, um, you could probably, you'd probably just assume that anyway. Well, they must have just gone to London then. Which his wife did talk about quite a few times as well. Yeah. So you could, as a viewer. Think, oh, I wonder if he ever got there. It'd be pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, that would probably or be the first just, thing you'd think of. Or did he get arrested? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's killed about 20 people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah but, to, uh, but to have it just, um, okay, so quickly, they went to London and then they lived happily ever after. Yeah. Essentially, that's, yeah, that's rubbish. in a nutshell. Rubbish, yeah. Bit flat, to be yeah. honest. Mm. Mm. So it was a shame, because uh, for the majority, it was quite a good film. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Do you want to... Who wants favourite scenes for Deep Hand then? Poor Christ, you're asking me now, Richie. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, do you know what? It was about a week ago that we watched it. It now, was the start of a week, and I honestly can't remember. I think I want to go with. I'm going to keep it pretty broad, but I think I'm going to go with uh, some of the times where Deep Hand's wife was doing her job and speaking yeah, and speaking me, to the main um, guy. The, the, sorry, the main drug. G- Guy. Oh, uh, which was 
And she was looking after his dad. His dad or something, yeah. yeah, Or someone he knows. Yeah, because they they were quite intimidating, weren't they, those guys? Mm. As I said earlier, you could tell there was a natural, an an actual um, tension in the the gangs. Yeah. That was quite evident. But I quite liked him, and I liked when they had their little chats, so... Yeah, I I, I like the way when... um, I like the one where he, he was saying, oh, you don't really speak much... And he was speaking in French. She was speaking in Tamil. Mm. And he says in French, "Why don't you just talk? To, just talk to me." And she just says, "This is all a lie. Yeah, I hate my life. Yeah, that was a nice one actually. That was, uh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go with that actually now. Yeah, that's cool. my favourite scene. I thought I was pretty, pretty uh, superb actually all around. Yeah, really nice moment. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, that pretty much fits into my broad yeah. category of what I said. And yeah. since that's, that's quite a good one and is the one I've now got in my head I'll probably join you yeah yeah fair enough <laughs> so yeah yeah it was, a, it was a great moment yeah it's good mm. uh, okay and that's the end of spoiler talk for Deepan so list, you can listen now without fear um, what are you going to give Deepan out of 10 uh, this is this is tricky one this mm. this is tricky because because it was so good for an hour but then it just went off the rails yeah it let itself down a bit yeah but when it was good the bits were good were bloody good I think I'll go I think, I think I'll probably go uh, 6.5 I was, I was going to say 6.5 yeah. I, I, I think on Monday I was more of a, I was more of a 7 hmm but now we talked about it yeah and obviously I know it's not straight away but I, I think that's given me a bit more time to reflect and I think, yeah, I think it was, I was more of 6, 6.5. Yeah. Actually, I think 6 is too harsh. I think 6.5 is right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about right. I think when I, when I left the cinema, I was thinking, faded away a bit 7, but now, yeah. Hmm. I think I think it's 6.5 because I don't think it's worthy of being in that top bracket. No, I, I no. agree. Just falls a bit short. And it's a shame. It's a shame it's not up there with some of the most great ones we've, we've seen at Foul Film. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um... Well, I guess we'll just carry on with uh, any other things we've watched this week. So, what have you got, um, Woody? Well, that was the only film, um, okay. unfortunately. So, um, I've done a few things on TV. Um, finished Chewing Gum. I think I talked about it before. Now. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, just a bit silly, a bit stupid. Um, but I thought, I thought it was alright. Um, you might recognise the main girl, Michaela Cole. She was in the first episode of Black Mirror, the, um, the new series... And she she actually plays an American. Oh, she plays she like the flight flight attendant. She, oh, the flight attendant. The, the person behind the desk. She's, oh, okay. The main girl's trying to buy. Oh, yeah. A ticket and a value keeps going down. Yeah, it yeah. Was. yeah. She's she's in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's alright. Just a bit bit it's a bit of a silly program. Bit of fun. Um, bit of fun. Yeah. Um, cool. It's alright. Yeah. Um, what else have we got here? Ha, Yes. Okay, so started watching one of your favourites, uh, Arrested Development. I'm really? going to give it a good go. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, cool. About four in, though. I'm not tanning it because I've been watching something else a lot. What are you but, thinking? Um, I, I think it's quite good, actually. Um, Something's going to get better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought, when I started it, I thought, I know you, you've obviously talked a lot about it being, and Harry's talked about it when he's been on Yeah. About it being quite uh, layered and quite... Yeah. Um, Fucking hell, yeah. Clever yeah. comedy. Um, but I did not realise to what degree uh, you were talking. I just thought it was going to... I thought, all right, okay, whatever. I didn't really cross my mind when I started putting it on. 
but how every little thing sort of pull, comes back mm. in the space of 20 minutes mm. is yeah and more than that it's, it's really well done I've never seen that done in a, in a, in a comedy show like that before oh. to that level it, such an insane show it's so yeah. great yeah and not only that they've set up jokes in like season one that they don't even bring up until season two so you watch season two and there's a funny joke and you're like oh that was really good and then you go back and watch season one and right. then there's like a reference to it yeah. the joke in season two and you're like yeah. oh fucking hell yeah. like once you finish watching the series there's only three seasons um, yeah, it was four oh, it was four because it, it, it came back 20 odd episodes in each row so it was quite a lot yeah there was quite a lot but yeah. it's so good and there's like a six year gap in between the third and yeah, fourth yeah I remember so, same. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're doing another one actually That's really nice. yeah it's going to be a while though because everyone's all everyone's a big actor now yeah exactly yeah um, probably Michael Sarah Christ I, I don't think he could look any younger he's so good in that though <laughs> yeah even at that age yeah, he's brilliant. One, one of my favourite one of his jokes actually comes up in that first episode um, you know how there's the whole thing with the cousins yeah, and yeah. Uh, after they after kiss and he has that little interaction where he says oh, maybe we should kiss again and, and whatever yeah. And she's like, oh, why should we do that? And eventually he just starts rambling and goes, uh, let's just forget it. Go fish. Uno. <laughs> it's that it's that thing where he forgets what card game he's playing. <laughs> Go fish. Uno. <laughs> I just find that so funny. Yeah. And the way he delivers it. I think most of both are quite funny, actually, to Fairy's cousin. Yeah. When, when he's sort of saying, oh, I think about quitting the play. She says, oh, no, I'm staying in. So, well, yeah, I love acting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's very funny, yeah. Everyone in it is, works really well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was good to have uh, Will Arnett and Michael Sarah back together for Lego Batman yeah. of the week. Yeah. After the rest of the development. That, mm. that was cool. Yeah, some great characters in that. And yeah, after you finish the series, you should, like, Google jokes right. you missed I, I could, yeah. in the rest of the development. I bet, I bet you, I miss loads. Yeah, yeah. Batman miss there's, loads. There's I'm only loads. about four or five in. Yeah, but I can see myself yeah easily because mm. there's just so much going on in there. Yeah, in, in a good way. In, oh not yeah, in a, not in a, a bad way. Um, is from the mother is a voice in Archer. Yes, yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, is it the the main boss in Archer? Yeah, I knew straight away as soon as she started speaking. And you know, and on multiple watches, she looks like her in Archer as well. She does, yeah. yeah. And on multiple watches, she becomes probably my favourite. Oh, okay. She's such. She's got such great comedic timing, mm. but when I first watched the series, I was like, oh yeah, I fucking love Tobias or Job. Tobias. Uh, Tobias is actually Tobias my favourite. Yeah. He's, he's actually my favourite. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. But on multiple watches, <laughs> watching Lucille, um, yeah. she just gets better and better. Mm. I found it hilarious. Mm. Oh god, yeah, I could talk about that for yeah, no, decades. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you started watching that. No, I am actually. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. Mm. Um, and then another thing I've started watching on Netflix, um, Narco season two. Oh, cool. Um, oh shit. Um, yeah, about three in. Um, mm. I think I, I was a bit skeptical about starting it because I remember you saying, um, yeah. I thought the end of the first one ended with Pablo being caught and thinking, right, that's it, that's yeah. it then. But actually, um, in in real life, he actually did escape again, right? Which is where this second season starts. I think he had a window, ask my dad, because he knows, he's an oracle of this sort of stuff. <laughs> he had a window of about 69 days or something, where he avoided capture again. Right. And I think this is where, hopefully, 
Probably won't be no Netflix. They're just going to keep milking it and fucking. Well, I was going to say, how how far can they go with it? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Surely there's only so far. Yeah, well, I hope I hope I hope this is going to be the last one. And so far, I'm enjoying it. Hmm. Um, I think I'm think I'm going to keep going. I think I'm going to keep going because I, I really did like the first one. I, I really like this one as well. Yeah, good. So because I was a bit I was a bit wary of starting it to be honest. I just didn't really want it. Hmm. Uh, but then I just thought I threw it on the other night because. Finished Mr. Robot now, so... Yeah, that's good. And then, <laughs> this last one. Um, well, this has just taken over my week, this programme. Um, it's called People Just Do Nothing. Right. It's on the... It's, it's Is on, this like a Confessions of Paparazzi again? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Um, this is... I first watched the first season, the first series. It's a British programme, BBC Three. That's when it first came on. It was the first ever programme that we put when it went online. This is the first oh. ever show we made. Mm. And it started off as four little episodes. Just of, of these... Basically, it's about these guys who set up... It's a mockumentary okay. about these five guys called Corrupt FM who set up their own pirate radio station. And it's all... It's just... It's very very silly and it's all about the, t- the two main guys is this guy called MC Grinder <laughs> and DJ Beats <laughs> and they all, they're all just playing all this old school garage and, and drum and bass and all that they think they're absolutely amazing mm. and they sort of got this 24 hour radio or this radio playing all the time 108.9 on your dial and, that's <laughs> a, and they're based in Brentford and they just think like the biggest things in the world but they're just this but so so bad, you know, like in um, David Brent, or what's another another example? Let me try and think. Tenacious D, right? Mm-hmm. Where what we say is is really funny, but the actual musical talent is actually quite good. So, like David Brent, the songs. Oh are, right, the, the lyrics. The lyrics are stupid. Yeah, but the actual. Songs ability of playing, yeah, is actually all right. All right, and okay. that's what they're like because. They're just obviously emceeing all this absolute nonsense, but oh god. Anyway, the first I watched the first one when it came out, and then just forgot all about it. It was only four episodes. When did it first? Two thousand fourteen, a long time ago. Hmm. And think because it was online on BBC Three, I just never really thought about it again. Hmm. And it just popped up on my uh, Netflix saying it's new episodes available. And thinking, what the hell is this doing on here? I just thought, right, it's been that long. I can't remember anything about it. I'll rewatch the first one. Hmm. Oh my god, like it's it is superb. <laughs> it's so funny, honestly. Right. It's laugh out loud hilarious. You don't have to be interested in the music at all. It's that's actually a side part. If we're not all just playing music all the time. It's all about these little the situations they get themselves into. <laughs> are just hilarious. And I've done I've done all the seconds I've done the first two and I'm on the third one now. But there's only Four in the first episodes, five episodes in the second, and then there's six in the third. Um, and the third one's on BBC Three at the moment. And so they've got, got a fourth one coming out in August this right. year. But you'd only seen the first one. Mm. Right. And it's got it's got five stars on Netflix, you know, on the thing. Yeah. It's got five stars on the top corner. Are all the series on Netflix now? No, there's only two on Netflix, uh, but then season three's on... Um, iPlayer. BBC, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I'd love to get your... Well, yeah, you on it because it sounds like my kind of gig if you pardon the pan yeah <laughs> because I know it's not something you'd 
be drawn to, mm. but it, it's it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious, and it gets better and better as as it's gone on. Well, I do really like that documentary style yeah. comedy. Anyway. It was a lot of fourth wall breaking. There's a lot of I've done a lot of rewinding and just mm. uh, looking at because every character is so funny, and I like the way in, it develops them. So we have the main series is about Grinder and and Beats, and they're sort of telling the whole story but in the in the second season <laughs> Chipadi G who is their manager who's this big Asian bloke and he, he's, a, he's a scene stealer he's an absolute scene, scene stealer <laughs> and it all settled right none of these guys have ever acted before in their life they're all they're, they all just came up with this idea <laughs> and that's cool yeah and BBC3 have taken it and they're massive now they actually play that sets across the UK now yeah, cool. but my music we play isn't bad it's just they're all just a, a yeah. joke act sort of thing kind of like a, like Flight of the Concords then yeah yeah yeah. but honestly I, I think I think you would actually like the comedy Richie I, I know you like your sort of that sort of style yeah and yeah like I say it's not something you'd usually go for but I've, I can't see how you couldn't like it cool I, I'm absolutely loving it at the moment loving it I'm halfway through the third season series already so only got three more left, so cool. <laughs> um, just brilliant, just a brilliant, brilliant program. I might have to get on that then. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, I think cool. You should. That's it, though. Yeah, that's it for me. Okay, um, I don't think I, I haven't got too much really. That um, I've actually got something that I forgot to talk about last week. All right. Um, which is that I have finished my Harry Potter a thon. Oh, oh, uh, you wasted breath on me. I know. I was, yeah. Well, anyway, bring it next week. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, they should be listening to the episode. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> no, all right. Uh, I'll just tell you anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, watched Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part oh, 2. Love that one. <laughs> uh, and it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, filmed at the same time as the first one, so it's like it's yeah, kind split of one into, film. Split into two, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, really good film. Kind of. Um, was it like seeing Ray Fiennes as Voldemort after a, like a Batman movie? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty weird, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, uh, it's kind of good to see what's his name doing a good film. The uh, the guy that did Fantastic Beasts, because he read me. No, no. Uh, the the director. I mean, David Yates. Oh, David Yates. Yeah. Because um, obviously I didn't like his style in Fantastic no. Beasts, and then when I went back and watched the rest of the Harry Potter films, I, I was saying a couple of weeks ago when I got to him his when it started on the Order of the Phoenix. That is the worst one. <laughs> And I was like, "Fucking hell, this guy's useless." Then, yeah. um, it got a bit and better. six one got a little bit better, but it still had that style that I don't like of mm. his, where it's just like overdoing the fucking CG magic, um, right. and it just doesn't feel charming anymore. But with this last one, yeah, I th- with, with these last two, sorry, I think he's done a good job. Yeah, uh, with them, I think he's had a lot more to work with as well, just because. With six films of them going to school and it being the same, now that it's a completely different film, they're going out, they're, mm. they're on a fucking mission to to do some to sort out, and um, it's actually coming to a close. And I think it's probably good, although you know it was probably just done for the money. But I think it's probably good that it did split into two films because it just gets it, a lot more detail in. I think there. it ended the franchise well. Then I think it did end it very well. well that's good. Then. Um, I'm I'm, cl- I'm glad about that because mm. it would have been a shame if it had just. Petered off completely. Yeah, would have been a shame if it had petered off into another spin-off series, wouldn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that would have been a shame. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, 
So yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. What else? I uh, rewatched. I've started rewatching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm. It popped up on my feed the other day. Oh yeah, I remember you saying I wouldn't like it. I said mm. that because you said you didn't like Thirty Rock, mm. and it's very it's similar. Yeah. Same kind of style. Of it's it's, it's same it, same person that created it. So is it a new series then? Or new season? Uh, came on. No, it's just that um, th- I know that there will be a new season coming out soon. Yeah, I, saw uh, I saw a promo for it, mm. and um, I was like, oh, well, I may as well watch that again before. Yeah. And also, Cleo's not seen it, so I was like, oh, right. well, do you want to watch this? And she said, yeah, okay. So we did, and mm. I enjoy it. I like Tina Fey's style of comedy. I like that. I like mm-hmm. Thirty Rock, and I like this. So it's the same thing, basically. It's <laughs> the same style of comedy. Right. So it's uh, it's good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I think that's it, though. You've not watched, watched uh, Confessions of a Paparazzi yet? I haven't, oh, no. Oh, God. But I... Come on. <laughs> I have made a point to watch it this weekend while I've not got as much to do. Yeah. Um, because of both what you and Joe have said about it. And also, one of our fans, uh, after listening to you two talk about it, <laughs> decided to watch it. <laughs> what and did he say? He found it absolutely hilarious oh, as well. outstanding. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to to get on it. I, I, I'm sure I love it. So yeah, I'll, that I'll... and people just do nothing. That's your checklist for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will actually. So yeah, that's it from me. Brilliant. So uh, I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore and subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, and any other podcatcher that you found us on. I think we've done pretty well there. I think we've done well, really? dude. I think we've done well. Uh, you know, I th- hold the four down for a week. Yeah. All those bloody phone northerners going sod off to London, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Tell you, we watched Lockstock once, <laughs> and they're both in London. Yeah. Bastards. Tell you. Unbelievable. Uh, no commitment. Mm. No, yeah. Mm. But us, we, we've got it. We, we've got it down. Yeah, we, Simple, effective. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, we to Manchester tomorrow night. So. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Just raving, misbehaving. Both, yes. Doing both. Good. All those things. Good. Well, enjoy yourself. Yeah, I will. And, uh, yeah, if that's everything, mm. then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. Ooh, I get to end it this week. You do? Oh, it's exciting. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. <laughs>